Good evening and welcome. Tonight I have an eerie story from an inmate in prison who swears there was a skinwalker doing time with him. But before we begin, I just wanted to let you guys know I have a new second channel dedicated to playing horror games and the highlights from those. So if you like listening to a grown man squeal, then click the link on screen now, or if I forget, which is likely, the first link in the description. And with that said, let's begin. Little background first, I was serving 15 year sentence in a penitentiary in southern Arizona. What I was in there for isn't important, but during my stay there, there were countless things that happened that no one could explain, and even more that no one wanted to know more about. It all started with a prison legend. Supposedly years ago something awful and unexplainable happened in the prison. Every morning we'd be woken up and expected to stand near the front of our cells while guards visually confirmed we were present and accounted for. Apparently about a year before I got sent there, the most brutal and unexplainable thing happened during one of these routines. A man who had a cell to himself looked very off during the check. When a guard pulled over another guard to help him check it out, they found it wasn't actually the prisoner they were expecting at all, it was a totally different man. This man was wearing the skin of the other man over him, loosely fitting, draped over him. Apparently looked like a real monster. The scariest thing was though, was the guy wearing the skin was not an inmate. We had no idea how he even got into the prison, let alone a cell. What's worse is they couldn't even figure out who the hell he was. He wasn't documented anywhere. And what's worse than that, they never even found the body of the man of the skin he was wearing. Pretty grisly stuff, I know. And I realise that's not a go-to definition of a skinwalker, but that's what the prison called him, the skinwalker. Didn't help that the guy never talked apparently. Anyway, that's what started the whole skinwalker superstition around the yard. Apparently, the guy got shipped to a different spot about a month after it happened and just about everyone in Genpop felt all the better for it. I heard about the story on the second day of my stay. Hell of a story to hear, to place in your home for the foreseeable future. Now on to the real shit though. Sure, the guy was, the skinwalker, but all he did in the long run was get an old life in a vagal in me to tell everyone about actual skinwalkers. It seemed like a lot of the prison culture actually revolved around them. Now apparently, skinwalkers are tricky to point out on the spot, but if you manage to survive around one for more than a minute or two, almost everyone can tell their mannerisms are all off. They can mimic human speech but not replicate it. They twitch manically. They have an unnatural gait while walking, but apparently they get better with experience. The old Navajo guy, his name was Carl, said that he was sure there was an actual one among the prisoners, slowly picking us off over the years. He called it the Grandmaster Skinwalker at one point. Apparently thought it had a human mannerisms down so well that you might not even be able to tell if you're a cellmate for a day or two. It had to be good, he posited one night. He wouldn't expect a skinwalker to jump at any opportunity for a kill, but this one realised it had a revolving door of people to kill, and masterfully buried its time as Carol thought for years. A lot of the guys found humour in it, a lot were really on edge about it. Every once in a while in prison people snap. Sometimes you'll find your cellmate swinging in front of your bunk, strung up around the neck by his pant leg. Sometimes you just can't take it anymore. But in our yard people tended to snap in a very special way. It wouldn't be an outburst at dinner or a silent suicide in the night. Guys would just stop talking, hunch over and shuffle around. 
Any friendships they had would be mostly out the window. They would turn into a loner during wreck time. They would let their hair hang in front of their faces. No one liked to talk about it. Like if they did, it would happen to them next. I felt the same way. I didn't know if it was a skinwalker or just people going crazy, but I didn't want to find out. It wasn't clockwork or anything, but every time someone snapped in this way, it wasn't more than a couple of weeks before they were shipped off or transferred to God knows where without anyone else knowing beforehand. Then there was the nighttime occurrences. Short, loud bursts of sound echoed through my cell block during all hours of the night on a regular basis. It sounded like a mix between a pig's dying squeals and nails on a chalkboard. Just another thing that no one talked about. Even scarier was the shadows and footsteps. The block was dimly illuminated in the night by a few lights hanging from the ceiling outside the cells. I myself saw shadows flit across my walls on a regular occasion, when there were definitely no guards near my cell. One time near the end of my sentence, I woke up, looked at my back wall and made a perfect silhouette of a person standing there, but when I looked, my bunkmate was asleep and no one was outside my cell. And the footsteps. Everyone hated the fucking footsteps. They were the scariest part. In the night, sometimes more rarely than the shadows, you would hear ungodly fast footsteps. They sounded like wet feet slapping on tile floor. Whatever caused them would fly from one end of the block to the other in a dead sprint. Whatever it was, it was inhumanely fast. If you happened to be awake before it started, by the time you heard the footsteps on one side of your cell and whipped your head around to see the thing run by, it sounded like it was three cells past you. Everyone hated the footsteps. I agreed I thought they were the worst. I was released from that place about nine months ago, and I have more stories than I can count. I swear it was nearly my turn. About a week before I was discharged, my cellmate and a good friend of mine snapped in the same kind of way. I didn't sleep for an entire week. Well, I did sleep of course, but never for more than a few minutes at a time. Never turned my back on the guy. The scariest thing? I woke up one night to him somehow snaking his body through the bars of our cell. For a reference, I couldn't get anything past my shoulder through them. The worst part though? He was coming back into our cell. On the day of my release, I didn't say a word to him, just left. He seemed fine with it, so, so was I. I had made it through 15 years of prison fights, gang disputes, and for all I know, skinwalker abductions. I left through the front gates a free man. As I walked along the fence for the wreck yard, I spotted my cellmate, standing off on his own, like he had for the last week or so. I shook my head, not even really sure if it was him anymore. I took one last look over the yard, this time from the other side of the fence. I wish I hadn't. There, standing off on his own, on the other side of the yard was Carl, slouched over, eyeing the other inmates and twitching manically. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed, maybe check out a similar style video on screen right now. And with that said, I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.